Well, well, good evening, folks, and good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I'm very well. I'm as well as well can be, considering the circumstances of my day, which I will not share in this lovely show. But, John, you know the gory details. So <laughs> I'm as well as can be, shall we say. As well as can be <laughs> As well as can be expected after Indeed. some additional medication, shall we say. Uh, so how are you? Yes, um, well, I, I'm kind of sharing in some of your pain. You are, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You are? I think it was self-inflicted on my side, though. Yeah, from what you told me, I think you could well be right. <laughs> right, now, before we get on to tonight's agenda, some housekeeping out of the way. I can see that there are some people watching over there on Twitter, so good evening to you folks as well. You're only getting the first Hello. 30 minutes of the show. Hello, Twitter. Bye, Twitter. So, <laughs> so after the first 30 minutes of the show, the, uh, the, the remainder can be seen right over on the YouTube channel. The link is directly underneath you. So just and go yes, and take a look there. And it's a gratuitous it. attempt to try and drive more traffic to the channel. That's all it is. It is. <laughs> it is. We'll not and, tell and, lies and to you. We will not try and hide things from you. We'll tell you the truth. And the second bit of housekeeping out of the way is to do with the chat, which is now moving so fast that we can't, unfortunately, and it's nothing on anybody in the chat, we can't keep trying to focus on that whilst we're trying to do the show so we're going to go to the chat at the end and if you want to guarantee that you get your message read out stick a little super chat in and it will pin itself to the top and it will pin itself to a little area that we can go and look at and remember but, um, otherwise should, should you wish a message to be held immediately the read out live as soon as you put one in coffee mm-hmm Mm -hmm, indeed so anyhow with yeah. that in mind john what's on the agenda for tonight yes um and and basically the chat thing is because we can't we cannot yet afford a dwarf no we can't we, can, we can't afford a lot of things we can't but afford to feed ourselves properly heads eating four-year-old food anyway yep <laughs> So I, I thought I thought tonight we've got quite a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we've got to talk about those messages on WhatsApp. Um, we do. Want to talk a bit about maybe touch on Tate? Mm, touch on Tate. Um, I want to talk about 007. You want to talk about 007? I want to talk about black and white, and I don't mean in a racial do. way. Um, no. Nope. I think we need to talk about several servants that aren't. Yes. Um, Travelling on small aircraft, always dangerous. Yep. Didn't work out well. Um, it Pacino, really does. Still at it. Uh, still at it. And, Randy and, old bugger. And when I say orcas, I don't mean Lizzo. <laughs> let's start with the thumbnail. That's a lovely picture, isn't it? And that's it's beautiful. That's Manhattan Hinge, which occurred yesterday, and I think today, which is when the setting sun lines up with the grid pattern in New York City, and I think from round about, I think it's like thirtieth Street up to one hundred and fifty first or something, you can watch the sun set along the the line of the street. Pretty cool. Ah, oh, 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty wonderful. And I bet it is pretty. Now, for all of you who have been watching that, or you're a few hours behind us now, so you could still be about to watch that, remember, do not stare directly at the sun. It will be bad for your vision. <laughs> Look, these are New Yorkers. I feel like I need to say <laughs> <laughs> try, try not look at the carnage that's going on around you as well. Anyway, stop voting blue. What's that in mind? I'd like to welcome you to this episode two hundred and twenty-three of Jason Descent Live with me, John, and with Beth. <laughs> I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Well, there we go. So, what shall we start with? Where do you want to start? Come on, John. Well, let's start. Take us on a journey. Let's start with these. Um, let's start with the WhatsApp messages. So, I mean, appeal that our government which you have to think would have some kind of secure messaging system. Of have course not, not. Have not bothered using it. <laughs> I'd just gone for WhatsApp like the rest of the planet. So, okay. Yeah. So the government have been transferred messages between themselves using WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And, you know, okay. Um, but now they've been asked, they've been asked, well, they've been required to provide these messages as part of the inquiry, haven't they? And initially, yes, as part said, of the, as part of the COVID them. inquiry, yes. yeah. And initially, they said you're not getting them because they're not relevant. None of, none of them are relevant. None of them. Yes, I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe it either because at the end of the day, wait, I can tell you exactly why they've been using WhatsApp just like everybody else. Oh, bloody hair in my mouth. Because of lazy? My own hair. No, it's because have you ever seen a government uh, digital infrastructure program that actually works? No. No. No, you haven't. They, they, they make all of these computer programs and digital infrastructure and it doesn't work. You know, so, you know what? I, and I'm going to sound like an old fuddy-duddy here, but... Right. Blackberry's worked. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and yet... I mean, you, you don't sound like a funny daddy. That's just a fact. Blackberry's worked, and Blackberry's did a great job up until, up until Blackberry caved. Yep. And the, I think the first country they caved to was Saudi Arabia and gave them a back door. And after Good old that, Saudi... After that, nobody was ever going to use a Blackberry again because they now had back doors. Well, exactly right. And, and like I say, good old Saudi. They're trying to reinvent themselves at the moment, aren't they? Good old country. Good old Saudi. Well, trying to reinvent I, I, them. I did mention Saudi today when we spoke this morning. Because mm -hmm. I find it strange that everybody's up in arms about Uganda still. And nobody, nobody mentioned Saudi Arabia. Which is even I know more exactly why. was. I'll tell you why. Because the US look at the Saudi Arabia as a friendly nation. Because... Oil! 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 Not just stopping oil in the US. No. 
and and imagine imagine just stop oil turning up in uganda or, or, or sorry or saudi arabia imagine them turning up in saudi they, they, you you wouldn't see them again <laughs> you that wouldn't uh, uh persephone Persephone, where are you going, Persephone? Oh, mummy, I'm going to protest in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and, and then and then that's it, radio silence. You never hear from Persephone again. No, you wouldn't. You, you, wouldn't. W- you wouldn't. You wouldn't. That'd be that. Oh. So, uh... Yeah, so um, so apparently, though, that uh, I see, I think there's some juicy stuff in these WhatsApps that's going to Of course there is. From Bojo. Right, what... Remember, these are Boris's WhatsApps yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So definitely. not not only are they going to be not only are they going to be <laughs> juicy stuff that's probably going to sink Sudak. It's probably going to be six or seven bits on the side in there as well. They're going to be politically <laughs> incorrect, aren't they? <laughs> They're going to be politically correct, and there's going to be messages to like uh, you know Judy over there. Who <laughs> oh, Judy? I do like the way you look at me across the desk. <laughs> Hey Liz, how about a rematch? How about a rematch? I tell you what, she Angela wasn't wrong when she said she was going to show me her ginger crowl. Oh gosh! Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. So yeah, um, but the the Michael loses diary apparently. And and the excuse, of course. the excuse was lame and the mo- uh, was was just lame on a very lame thing, wasn't it? We lost it. Dog ate my homework. No, no, we just we lost it. We lost. We lost it. it. Can't find it. No, all gone. Not even, not even the dog ate it or a big boy took it and ran away. We just lost it. No, lost it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what this is. This is this is. You know, government for you. This is government for you. And uh, their entire aim on this planet is to feather their own nest to control the population. And they don't want you to find out how they're doing that no, and what they're doing behind the scenes. They don't keep records. And... Yes. Oh, things will come out. We don't want things to come out. <laughs> don't want things to come out. Oh, uh, yeah. You, uh, I, I especially don't want things to come out of my WhatsApps because they're definitely, definitely not going to show six or seven affairs. Uh, not going to happen. No, no, not at all. Uh, it is probably going to happen. You're going to probably find WhatsApps between Boris and like Judy in HR or something. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So uh, is that there the you go, the WhatsApp thing? Just watch I that think space so. and we'll report on it as it gets um, released. Well, but like like I said, they've been handed over. The cabinet cabinet office now have them. Yeah. So, um, do we think that the COVID inquiry is going to be a whitewash? Yes. Probably. <laughs> Why? Probably. Why is it going to take until twenty twenty six when Sweden's had deals done and dusted? I tell you why it's going to take them till 2026 because there's so many things they've got to work out how to get out of, yeah. and there's so many things they've got to work out how to explain away that yeah. it's going to take some time. Yeah. It's going to take some time. I think you're right, my man. I think you're right. Remember, speaking it's not about just time, about speaking about time. It's running out for Romania. Running out for the West. No, well, yes, we know that. The sands of time for the West are indeed probably setting. But um, 
it's running out for Romania because they're going to have to make a decision on that young man, aren't they? Andrew Tate. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So Andrew Tate has not actually seen a single day of quote-unquote freedom at all, neither has Tristan Tate, in the year 2023. They were arrested, weren't they, in December? Yep. And they were held in prison for two, two, two and a half months or something like that. And then they were released to house arrest. And when it reaches the six month mark, which is at the end of this month, the end, what well, next month, the end of June, uh, they have to make a decision as to either charge him or release him. And they haven't so, even come up with charges yet. No, this is, this is the thing. Like you see all these big podcasts like Ethan Klein and H3H3 celebrating all this and, you know, directly calling him things like a human trafficker saying, ah, he's finally been arrested. Look, the human traffickers finally been caught. And at the end of the day, like you say, he's not actually been charged with anything at no, this point haven't. now. And let and, me, let me. And really most, most free countries in the world tend to work on the basis that you're supposed to be innocent until you've been mm -hmm. proven guilty. And therefore, yeah. just being arrested and even charged with someone doesn't indicate that you did it. No, it doesn't. Even a charge does not indicate guilt. It's just an allegation. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I charge that you did this, sir. Um, and obviously... We've got to the point now where Tate himself has been tweeting and he's given some options of what can happen here. Mm -hmm. He's either going to be you know, completely let off and let free and yep. let go without charge. That's one option. Yeah. The next option, he's going to be charged, but he will still have to be released from custody yeah. regardless. Yeah. Uh, with something that he says they will fabricate against him. Right. He says that. I'm I'm not reiterating that as a as a statement of fact. I just don't know what's no, gone on. So so right. So option one is they, they just they just drop the case, right? And he's free to go. Yeah. And go about his business. Option two is he is charged and a case is set for trial. Mm -hmm. right? In which case he still has to appear and defend himself. Regardless of which yes, charges, he does. Are, regardless of which charges are, are levied against them, and option three mm -hmm. would be what? Uh, well, option well, I'll, I'll tell you. These are what he said. If they charge me with an empty uh, bullshit file, it'll still take me a year to beat, and it allows them to save face. Right. So, oh, so he thinks so it, they're going to fabricate a case, and then it's going to fail, but they're still going to say, well, there was a case, but. His lawyers, yeah, his his mega bucks lawyers beat us. It's not, yeah, that that's basically. It's not that he's not guilty. It's just we couldn't get enough evidence to prove he was. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's called not guilty. Because <laughs> there's now, only, I don't I, know. I think there's only one country in the world, which stupidly I live in, that has three verdicts. Mm. You know that because mm. you don't get this in England. You're either you can be guilty or not guilty in England, you? aren't you? Mm -hmm. So there's three, there's three verdicts can be levied in Scotland. There's not guilty, there's guilty, and there's not proven. <laughs> which is, yeah, which not is basically saying, we know you did it, but we can't prove it. <laughs> which, why do you need it? Because if you can't, if you can't prove it, then, you know... You're basically not guilty, are you not? 
Well, I would say so. I would say that's but true. Not in Scotland. Well, because you live in a psycho country that will charge <laughs> you with a crime and prosecute you if somebody doesn't like an uncouth joke you tell in your own home across your own dinner table. Well, needless uh, to you're... say, I'm probably on a on a list for some of the stuff I've said on here. I would say so. I'd say you're probably on a watch list for uh, for simply for simply having a laugh and speaking some truth. truth. And uh, yeah. you know, facts are inconvenient these days. They are inconvenient um, because the only thing that matters in this world is narrative. That's 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 where well, we are. I think I think you're right, Ben, and I think. I think actually that leads on to my next point quite nicely because this is something that started to really, really annoy me and it's the fact that people are seeing things in black and white, okay? Yeah, and, and I'm going to sit back and listen. Yeah, well, it seems to be that what's happening is that people, are, they take a particular course or side, if you will, right? And then they will not brook any argument against their side, regardless of whether they think there's anything in it or not. So they just go down this very, this very binary route, and I, I use that term completely honestly, this very binary route of yes or no, black or white. Yeah. And that's not right, because as you mature and as you gain experience in life, you realise that the world isn't black and white. It's, it's very nuanced. It's very, very colourful. And it has a whole scale of different, you know, of difference between black and white. So to me, and, and, and I, think, I think this is quite well summed up by the way children think. Because when, you, when you think about children and when you deal with children, and your children are probably right at this age, Ben, mm -hmm. it's black or white. It's either this or that, you know? There's no in-between with them. It's either Correct. I'm happy and this is good or it's a full-blown meltdown, right? There's no in-between, you know? So if you say yes to this and they're happy, that's fine. If you say no to that and, and you say but if you do this, they don't hear the but if you do this thing. They just go bang, it's a no. So it's black and white. and And that's what people are behaving like when they're picking sides and there yeah, are no and, sides. And you know what? that's the thing that gets me this is the thing that really gets me because it's like you say something like uh you say something like if you deliberately target civilian populations right mm -hmm. that i believe is considered a war crime i believe so right because you're you're not targeting a strategic target or a tactical target. You're targeting a civilian population. So if you think if you try and target a civilian population, that's a war crime, right? I would hope so. But all these people on one side say, no, that's not, because they're not civilians. How can one country's civilians not be civilians? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you why, because... Um... And and this can actually relate back to the last, the events of the last three years, and I'll choose my words as I use them, because 
a certain sect of the of the population or or a certain group of people and it's these so these civilians and also some people who didn't have a medicine shall we say right they were they were maligned they were othered they were dehumanized and they were wished harm upon mm-hmm. yes and it bec- it becomes socially and morally acceptable within these groups and within these people who can only think binary as you say uh, it, to 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 look at these people as less than as less than human mm-hmm. as something that is that is it doesn't matter whether or not they are taken away from from this planet because they're not human they're not moral they're not righteous they're not good um regardless well, I've, I've, I've of... got another i've got another example of of a better go for place. it and that's um kaylee mcmenemy oh uh, yep now she in my eyes was a star while she was press secretary for donald trump now donald trump has spoken out against her somewhat mm-hmm. and there's a whole stushy now about how she's a traitor how she just used them you know, um, but again, is this not part of the nuance of being involved in that kind of system? Because what she's saying now is he's had his day effectively and he's not really the best candidate. Do you and, know what I agree? I though. agree with that. I mean, I've said that I, I, I've, I've said that as well. I, I don't think he's the best candidate for the Republican Party. I don't think he's the best candidate for America now. I think he's had his day. I but, think you're right. But if you say that to someone who's a Trump supporter, you're back in that binary black and white thing. And it's exactly the same with Biden, you know? I mean, you mm-hmm. you can't say anything against Biden and his alleged misdealings with, let's just say, corrupt European countries, Right. You can't no, see anything Joe, about that. Joe Biden's a saint because yeah. Joe Biden's a saint. So, so, um, but so, so this is the thing that gets me. And the thing is, they're now digging up stuff on Kayleigh from 2016 before she worked for Trump, before he was elected. Of course, where she was of saying course. That he's not her guy, you know. But you can change your mind, and you can you, when you meet someone and work for them, you get a different, a completely different impression of how of who also, they are and what they are. So this is part of growing up. And that's what yeah, but, people need to do. They need to start growing up and listen to both sides of the argument before they start jumping down, oh, it's black or it's white, because that's what's wrong with the world just now. We are dividing ourselves. Yes. We are dividing but, ourselves. And we the government don't need to lift a finger to keep us under control because we're doing I've it I've said ourselves. this. I said this, and this leads nicely on to another point that I want to make about this subject. It's that the people, the the people that do this the most, especially on social media, because I would say this is a, this is a this is a phenomenon that's very much heightened by the Twitter and and the social media of the world. Um, a lot of these are under the age of twenty five, and that is that is a good point to make because these people, as far as I'm concerned, because the way the Western world, especially, is right now, and the way both your parents are forced to bring in a wage to keep a house going and things like that, yeah. you under twenty five, you have been infantilized. You don't understand you have been infantilized because you have been raised or brought up 
by your schooling system, education system, whatever, in that way. But you are, these people are not being given the tools, the cognitive tools to create nuanced opinions, to look at an issue, to look at something and think, well, this is wrong about that, but actually this part about it might actually be okay. So what we could do is we could deconstruct it and see what what parts of this issue are good and what parts of this issue are bad and maybe we we focus more on the good parts but they can't do that if there's a single piece of bad in something that could ultimately if tweaked and discussed and talked about and debated could could lead to good single piece of bad no wah 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 uh, yeah. And then we get your Extinction Rebellions, we get your Antifas, we get your Just Stop Oils, you get all of those. Mm -hmm. like, because they're infantilized. They yeah. don't have the cognitive capacity to, I think, function in in a working world. Yeah, because they're, well, they're, they're not growing up, that's a problem. And then they don't want no, to... No, they're not. And, and when you look, at, you look at young people today, they don't want to work. Well, no, because they got the participation award. And yeah, and the thing is, but but not working's not good for you because if you're not doing anything, you're really not when I, and and when you're not doing anything, you're not doing anything, right? So if all you're doing is sitting watching TikTok, your brain is atrophying. You know, your yeah. muscles are atrophying. You're not doing anything to help yourself. You're going to turn. And you're going to turn yourself into a creature from Wally, -E, and you're going to mm -hmm. die young, because you are indeed. I, I used to see this all the time. People in the police would retire after thirty years service, and they'd be young, relatively young. They'd be in their fifties, you know, fifty, fifty-five, and they would just they'd sit back for two years, and then they'd be dead. Because they yeah. stopped doing anything and they never had a purpose to live for. You can't stop working. Even when you're not working, you have to work. So you have to engage you your start, brain. You, you have to keep yourself active. And that's, I mean, this is part of what we're doing here. Because although we are doing it ultimately to make money, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to make money, but we're trying to make it honestly because what we're trying to do is deliver you a product that you like and are therefore prepared to pay for. But we're, the difference is we're not asking for the money up front. So you can't no. call us a grifter by any stretch of the imagination because we're not getting paid up front. No. Can you? And, and 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 to be fair, with the amount of content that we've created over the years, uh, we have never seen what 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 someone in a nine to five would get paid for the work that we've oh, done. Nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing at all. I, I I used to be an IT professional, and I basically got paid for doing very little, and they got paid very handsomely for it. And I know certain people who still exist in that sphere just now who get paid handsomely for doing very little, and and for using their jigglers. But I'm not mentioning names, but that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with the world. Because people will that take is what, things for doing nothing for it. Oh, you know, people think, oh, you you guys, you just go and sit here and you you chat for an hour or, or a bit. We you you behind the scenes, we're running two channels here. Right, we're we're running several social media platforms. We're doing yeah. all of the promotion. We create all of the thumbnails. We do all of the scheduling. We create all of the, John creates pre rolls all of the time. We have to come up with the subjects. We have to make sure we know what we're on the right page. We have to, 
you know, so much, there's so much more behind the scenes goes into this than, than the show that you get. And, you know, we're not moaning. We're and just telling you. Friday when we unveil the next step. The next step, indeed. The next Ness step. <laughs> <laughs> just a taster. A taster. Just a taster. But with that, before we move on to our next topic, if you have been watching on Twitter, thank you very much. But your time has come. And so if you would like to continue to watch the show, the rest of the show, go to the YouTube link that's in the comment underneath what you are watching right now. And see you then. Bye, Twitter. Off? I've turned them off. Oh, you've done it. Right, okay. I've done it. They're off. Bye-bye. Right, anyway, yeah. and welcome to YouTube. Should you have just come over from Twitter? Great to see you. To see you. Great to see Great. you. Nice. <laughs> nice. Great. Great. You know what? Speaking on, uh, continuing down your theme of, you know, needing to continue to work into uh -huh. old age and keep your brain active. Yep, and yep. Um, Al Pacino's uh, been He's doing that, hasn't he? <laughs> He's been working very well into old age. Well, Ooh. well, well, 80 years old now. 82. I mean, 82 years old. And uh, what has Al Pacino done this week, John? Well, him, him and his girlfriend, his 29-year-old girlfriend, they're expecting a child. They're expecting a child. Uh, so he's been... Have, oh, my God. It brings a whole new meaning to Dunkachino. <laughs> have you seen that advert? The say hello to my chocolate blend. No, I have not. And I don't think you need to go and see. You need to go and see the Dunkin' Donuts adverts that Al Pacino did. He did a rap called Dunkachino. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, yeah, so I feel sorry for the child. I do. I, I, you know what? Whilst obviously it's lovely that there's there's obviously a new child coming into the world, I think he's a selfish bastard. Um, and the reason I say that is he's 82 years old. By the time this child is 10, probably not going to have a dad. Well, he can always have all the money in the, in the world. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a bit weird having a child that age, that late. Well, I think know. it's wrong. Yeah. I I just think it's wrong for the child because obviously a ch a child needs to be nurtured, brought up, and have have the values of both parents instilled upon them. And if one of your parents is not there because they made a decision to do things at a time where it's pretty much guaranteed they're not going to be there in some of your most important years, I might add. Um, mm -hmm. I just think it's selfish. I yeah. do. Yeah. Um. Me, me and my wife, I'll tell you a story. Me and, me and my wife were thinking about, uh, and we actively started trying for another child recently. Um, but we have, we have, we have changed our minds. And the reason, there's, there's, there's several reasons we've changed our minds. One is satanic kids we've already got, right? <laughs> but, but secondly, as I deteriorate year on year and get more and more ill, mm -hmm. um, is it not selfish for me to bring a young child into the world that I can't do much with? Possibly. I think, I think it is. And I think it's bad for the child because children need both their parents and children need both their parents to be as full on active and involved as possible. As far as I'm concerned, obviously it's very clear. It's very clear when you look at 
studies and things like that, mm -hmm. that children who have both their parents in the home do better in life than children who don't. Yeah, they do. They do. And uh, they, that's just a, an inconvenient fact, unfortunately. Yeah. It, that, that's it, when it, when that's it, what it is. You know, that is what it is. But, but other than that, Mr. Pacino, I hope, uh, having said all that, Mr. Pacino, I hope the child is happy, healthy, and well looked after. So speaking because... of people that bring children into this world. Okay. What about Dr. Morris Wartman? Go for it. So he was a guy, he was a fertility specialist, do you remember? Hmm. Who was alleged, or is alleged, to have um, secretly fathered thousands, thousands of children through his fertility clinics. Uh -huh. um, so he died recently in a small plane crash. He did. Uh, do you think it's uh, self-inflicted? Are you reading? No. Do you look distracted? Something popped up on my screen and my screen went blare, so I turned it off. Right. Anyway, but... so, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it, it, it just, it shows you the problems of traveling in small aircraft and possibly hot tubs. Well, I will say this. I believe that the kids, a bunch of the kids, got together and were suing him. Yeah, I think he was going to get... Do you think it, it might have been... Um, it might have been uh, self-inflicted. I don't know. That's what I, I... You know what? If if my mind were more conspiratorial... If I were, as Brent Lee says, a conspiracist, which we have now determined I am not. <laughs> but if I were... If I were... That is where my mind would go. It would go towards, is this, oh, my God, everything is done. My life is over. My life is ruined. This is the way out. Well, that's possible. That is possible. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I, I, I do think possibly it is. And this is just conjecture, ladies and gentlemen. Possibly. Conjecture. Conjecture. So, um, conjecture. On a lighter note, okay? Tell me about this Indian official. So, an Indian official recently lost his mobile phone, didn't he, John? Hey, he was taking a selfie at a dam. Taking a, <laughs> taking a selfie at a dam. Indian oh, government yeah. official dropped his phone in the dam. Yeah. What did he do, John? <laughs> what did he do? As an Indian official, what did he do? Well, first of all, he sent down a team of divers to try and get the phone back. And they couldn't find it. Right. So what then, a great waste of public money there. Yeah. So he then hired a diesel pump and pumped the contents of the dam into a nearby canal. <laughs> which he then, and he then found his phone, which was a Samsung. And was no longer working. <laughs> so it was one of water, these. Water resistance does not mean waterproof. <laughs> well, exactly. IP68 water resistance, which is on my Samsung S23 Ultra. Uh, I, can, I can basically, I can swim around in a pool with it for 20 minutes, no problem. Uh, filming and everything. Yeah. But then you take it out and you dry it. Yeah. Because if you leave it down there, eventually... The, the pressure, will the water will get in. Now, um, I, I will address the chat this one time because Shalini says, think he's been sacked. He has been sacked. 
Yeah, he has been yeah. sacked. And, and, and one more <laughs> time. But... Although he got sacked not for draining the dam, right? He got sacked for draining the dam without permission. <laughs> but he did say in his defence that he did ask casually another official to do with the dams. And he said, yeah, you could pump some water into the canal because, it, and that would help the um, the farmers, the local farmers anyway, because they're getting a bit short of water. But I don't think he, I think he overstretched pump some water so. into, let's just drain this sucker all the way to the bottom. Or, or as Donald Trump would say, let's drain the swamp. <laughs> let's <empty> swamp. <laughs> But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, just to reiterate, we were talking earlier. First of all, could you please leave likes if you're enjoying this? We would really appreciate that. And share the video. Second of all, you've noticed we have not been going to the chat tonight. There is a reason for that, because the chat's moving faster and faster each week. And it takes us out of the flow of the show. So we are going to come to the chat at the end of the show. And if you want to guarantee you get messages read out, then please feel free to leave a super chat. And uh, that will be ready for reading at the end. But otherwise, John, let's get on with the show, Mr. Bond. <laughs> yeah, okay, go for it then. Go for it. Go for the Bond. So, Brooke Bond. <laughs> producers on the 007 franchise have said the next James Bond will not be white. So... I, I don't know why they've said this, but this they've made this statement. Um, the next James Bond will not be white. And a lot of people are turning around. And I say, even you said it to me earlier. That means, you know, why does he have to be black? And I don't think that's what was said, right? Because everybody assumes, oh, that means it's going to be a black guy. It just means it's going to be a non-white guy. It could be, imagine uh, a, a, a full-blown Japanese James Bond. Oh, hello there, Miss Malipene. Why? For, for comedy purposes, John. But anyway, this got yeah. me on to thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. And I'm going to tell you now, and this is my opinion. And so, so don't, don't, don't think of this as sensationalist or anything like that. Excuse me. But I think that this consistent race swapping of characters that only goes in one direction um, is racist. Now, not in the way, because I know a lot of people are sitting there thinking, going, yeah, it's racist against white people. No, I don't think it is racist against white people. I think it's racist against minorities. And the reason is... That every time they do this, say they make, you know, even Nick Fury is a white character, right? But obviously in the in the, in the Ultimate comics, he was a black guy. But every time they race swap these Nick, characters, Nick Fury's and they make, white. yeah, Nick Fury's white. I see. He, he wasn't. He's white a white in guy movies. with an eye patch. He wasn't white. No, in he the wasn't movie. white in the movie. No, he was originally white in the comics, right? In the comics, oh, does it matter? Uh, Amber Lynn was in the comics originally. <laughs> But like the point I'm trying to make here is every time you start race swapping these characters out and you say, well, this white character is now a black character. Um, you're telling the 
the minorities, like Ariel, they could instead of instead of making the Little Mermaid about Ariel, why not make it about a brand new mermaid and yeah. give her her own story? Same with this. Why not turn around and say, okay, well, we don't want this Double O character to be white. Fine. So create Double O Nine, a brand new character that has his own dispositions, has his own, you know, tasks, has his own. Yeah. Um, ways uh, and and create and launch a brand new action hero. Right. For. Okay. okay, I understand what you're saying, and actually the double O thing, I don't think that matters because double O is just the designation of the agent, and the agent would. Change I mean, you could still call him Double O Seven. Yeah, you could. I mean, and there's no, there's the double O thing really doesn't matter. Where it makes a big difference is people when they do things like Ariel, right? Where they've already yeah. made it once and then they make it again. They make, and the reason they make it again is one, it's just re, it, it's cheaper because you don't have to completely rewrite the story, right? So you don't mm-hmm. have to pay loads and loads of writers. They probably pretty much know what they're going to film because they've already done it once. You know, even if it's animation to live action, it's still it's easier to make something that they've made before than it is to make yes. something. You know, original. Okay, do, perish the thought that they'd come up with something original. Because why else do they go back and keep remaking movies? I mean, even even John Carpenter's The Thing was a remake of The Thing. You know, from nineteen fifty something. So they keep going back and remaking movies. Now, sometimes they work, and sometimes they're really good. Like The Thing, The Thing remake was brilliant. And that, but then they go and do it again. And then it fails miserably, you know. There's no point. You get to a point where just so, give it up. The term I like to use, and I actually, once again, I'm just quickly going to go to the chat because I was about to say it, it's the bigotry of low expectations. And what that is, is telling people of, well, I hate to use the term, but it's the term that they use. So I'll, uh, people of colour, uh, that they aren't, they aren't worthy of their own characters. They aren't worthy of their own stories. If they want someone to look like them on screen and represent them on screen, we'll just give you a hand-me-down. And this is why I think it's racist. I think it, it, it's saying that these people are simply not worthy of their own blockbusters and their own franchises. We'll just give you one of ours. And, and I, I, for one, think it's ridiculous. I do. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't see why, obviously, the people writing in these fields now, in Hollywood and in London or whatever, don't have an original thought in their own heads. And so they don't know how to, how to create a, an original compelling character. But why not? And I'm sure there are many people out there, many unknown people who write, you know, black and Asian and and Jewish characters all of the time. And and they're probably quite good, quite compelling. And they write their own stories. Give them a chance to write these stories. Give them a chance to create their own characters and create their own blockbusters and franchises. But no, what they do is they turn around and they say, well, we can't be bothered to do that. We're just going to, yeah, we'll make Ariel black. That's that's what we, I, 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 and and I'll give you an example of how this 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 particular thing must be confusing young kids because Disneyland Paris and I know I talk about there a lot. They've got the two theme parks, right? Disneyland Park and Walt Disney Studios Park. In Disney, this is this is true, right now. By the way, what I'm about to tell you is absolutely true. In Disneyland Park, 
You can go and meet Ariel in the Princess Pavilion. You can, and it's the white girl with the red hair. Yeah, as as you see in the animated movies. In the other park in Walt Disney Studios, you can now see a show and have a meet and greet with Ariel, the black girl from the movie. How is that not going to confuse kids? This is meant to be the same character that looks completely different in two different parks. You see that? But so does Ariana Grande. <laughs> well, she, when she started, she looked like Ariel from the first movie. And now she looks like Ariel from the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> anyway, but um, no, right. it's racist. They need to stop doing it. And yeah. if they really want to give people of color, as they call them, their own their own movies and blockbusters, make, I hate it as well, make their own characters. Yeah. Do something original. You know, we would <laughs> love something original out of bloody Hollywood. Stop remaking shit. <laughs> For God's sake! Mind your language, it's shocking. I know. Right. I know. Civil servants that aren't. I did mention this in the preamble. Right. So, one, they don't appear to be very civil. And two, they don't appear to be servants. So, correct me if I'm wrong here, but civil civil servants' sole jobs is to... Ease the machinations of government, yeah, to yeah. to apply the laws that have been proposed, voted on, and passed by Parliament and given royal assent, to administer the the government, to to help in all forms of making this country run, yeah. So how can how can civil servants justly go on strike against the law? That's been passed. They can't. Well, that's they what they want to do. They, they, they're talking about that's... going and strike against the deportation of illegals to Rwanda. Well, then sack them. Sack them. Yeah, because you, how, the, you, you people don't make the rules. You know, if you want, if you want to live in a country that that, that purports to be a democracy and has this rule-based method of legislation then you either follow it or you don't. But you can't make up your mind whether you're going to follow one rule or the other. Just No, you can't. You, know, make, you, you can't work in an organisation that applies those rules and then decide not to apply one particular rule because you don't like it. Yeah, that's not how this works. No, it's not. Uh, and they, they, they're essentially trying to be the government. Mm. This is what they're doing. And and they're basically throwing a fit because they can't get their own way. And, and once again, we go back to the analogy I made earlier. Wow! Yeah, yeah. It, it's what they're doing. And and no, civil servant, you are not the government. You are not in charge. And believe me, I don't want to sit here defending this government. I don't want to sit here defending any government. I think they're abhorrent. But at the end of the day, your place is, is in one place and their place is in another place. And their place is technically speaking above you. So what you need to do is sit back, shut up and implement what you've been told to implement. Do if you can't do job. that... Leave. Do your job. If you don't like your job, go and seek employment elsewhere. 
exactly right, John. You know, we're hiring, we're hiring. We'll pay you nothing, but we're hiring. <laughs> Imagine hiring a former civil servant and then them them sitting there going, well, actually, I don't quite like the way you are presenting yourselves, young men. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to not do this social media work for you because I'm... I'm we just go... Go off. Go off. You're filed. Off you go. We do the Donald Trump or the Alan Sugar. We do the finger. You're fired. Right. You're fired. <clears throat> um. So, the U.S. appears to appears to either have lost its way again, right, uh -huh. or is flying around the South China Sea looking to promote itself and its peculiar black brand of world policing. So. They've been Tell you buzzed, what they're doing. They've, apparently, they've been buzzed aggressively by a Chinese fighter jet in the South yep, China yep. Sea, right? Now, right. while the South China Sea doesn't belong, doesn't all belong to China, right? Well, they think it does. None of it belongs to the United States of America. <laughs> None of it, right? Okay. <laughs> so, in fact, the nearest United States territory is 4,000 miles away. <laughs> the South China Sea. <laughs> I think you could be right there, John. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what this is, and I'll give you a. I'll give you. The, I'll give you the infantilized version because you know, once again, most of the general public—not most of the people watching this show—but most of the general public are quite infantilized. Uh, this is the USA swinging the extremities between their legs around. This is what this is. Just swinging it around, just yeah. going. Look, we yeah. can do what we want. We, <laughs> yeah, basically. It is. But... And, and I, I mean, we're back to. I, I'm not quite sure why they think they can do this because I don't think they've got the capability of doing anything at the moment. They're really starting to struggle. Um, it, it's like it's like the last death throes of empire. It really is. I'm torn, and I'll tell you why I'm torn. Because we talk all the time and we have a laugh about America installing freedom, right? Mm -hmm. They give you, they come and install you some freedom. But China is one of those countries that needs some freedom. And they do, but, but it's not the type of freedom that, that the USA come and install that they need. Well, they the need to. It's not the type of. It's not the type of freedom that the US could install because. It would effectively wipe out the majority of the world if they took on China. I would, of course, and and I will tell you this, right? China is a country that I would love to visit, especially Hong Kong. It's beautiful. It's a place. It is a place I would love to go, but morally, within myself. I can't bring myself to even think about going there and enjoying myself and, and seeing all these sites and, and doing all of the things that I want to do, knowing that the people around me, the people serving me and the people that I would be, you know, amongst and integrating with are essentially slaves. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I lived in Hong Kong, but when I lived in Hong Kong, Hong Kong was effectively Britain. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was it was brilliant. It was a foreign version of Britain, and 
it'd be much the same for people that lived in India under the Raj, you know? It's a completely different experience from what it would be like now. Yeah, uh, you're, or you're even, absolutely right. Even Rhodesia, places like this, you know? Um, so, so and, and in some respects, I feel that we were due an element of, of care to the people that we kind of abandoned when we gave Hong Kong back to the Chinese because, yeah, you know, we, we, there was no need to give Hong Kong back to the Chinese. But Let me say it, something extremely. We gave it back to the Chinese and we effectively gave all those people who were, who were living under British protection and, and we removed them from our, from our protection. So I can understand why, you you would say, yeah, give them a British passport and let them come here if they want. Do you know what? I, I'm going to say something that might sound completely controversial to people, but I'm going to say it. If a few hundred thousand or more Hong Kong citizens came and essentially started their own mini Hong Kong in an, in a, in an empty part of Britain, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to see that. I'd be more than happy to see that if people came and they thrived. And um, And I'm not saying not integrate, but because, like you said, yeah. like you said, John, these people were effectively British beforehand, anyway. Yes, yes, I know, right? And this is where this is where we're back into the nuance. It's not black and white, though, right? Because many of the Hong Kong Chinese still have family in mainland China. On mainland China, yeah. And the problem then becomes that anyone who has family in mainland China is effectively an agent of the CCP because they have okay, no and I see your point. They have no compunction about, let's just say, being robust with your family if you don't do as you're told, regardless of where you are. So that then throws the other part as, well, if you do let all these people in, effectively what you're doing is you're letting agents of the CCP into your country, which could which okay. is causing problems anyway because we've seen the thing about the secret Chinese police stations. I mean, there's two in Glasgow. There's one in, in Crawley. They've got them in Crawley, yeah. So, yep. so the CCP is an insidious organisation and it, 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 makes, it makes its citizens part of that. By forcing them to unwittingly, do yeah. Well, this so, is it. Um, so when, it's, it's when a, we, it's a tricky one. It really is. You know, when we mock China, and we we're, we're not mocking the country and the general public and the people. We are mocking the organization of the Chinese Communist Party, and usually Xi Jinping or Winnie the Pooh himself. But, and there is a but, because remember, this is the country. Who knocked off the city of Paris? Brought up again. I'll bring it up whenever I can. But this is the country. Whenever I can. It knocks off everything because we we gave them carte blanche to do it. Yeah, but an entire bloody city. They were like, right, left it out of Eiffel Tower. French architecture, architecture. They built they built Paris, John. And you don't think we copy things? I mean, why have they got an obelisk in the in, in Washington? Like, that's not, you know, what's an obelisk? It's, it's Egyptian, it's an obelisk. 
is an obelisk an entire city? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making a. It wasn't. Full, it wasn't to scale though. Uh, the the, the centre of it's to scale. It, the the centre of it's to scale. Not, it's smaller. It is. It's the full size Eiffel Tower. Yes, they, they it knocked is. it off proper. Yes, they did. Okay, well. I tell you what, if somebody ever installs proper freedom into China, we're going. We're going to fake Paris. <laughs> so nobody's going to install freedom in China. If everyone installs freedom in China, then the, the, you'll have other problems. We're going to check out a knocked off Paris. Oh, I will see it. But I guarantee you, with the way we've spoke and the way we've talked about the CCP, if we tried going to mainland China now, we'd probably be arrested when we land. <laughs> Maybe if we took, Get like, them. what if we took, like, gifts of honey? <laughs> <laughs> remember, folks, apparently, John, your audio is a bit low. But re remember, folks, um, that that is one of the few right, times we're going to it. chat. It's, it's only been an hour. <laughs> it's only been an hour, yeah. Thanks so if you do, it, so so as a reminder, and we see there is one there to go to in a bit. Uh, yeah. If you are putting things in the chat, we're going to go to the chat at the end. Uh, and if you want to guarantee a message is read, then please consider dropping in a super chat, and then that will be something we go to at the end to make sure that we read. And I see there's one there. Our first ever super chat has been achieved, John. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave, for that information. Yes, I, I, I did notice it coming up, and I thought, wow. Yes. Um, so we will get to that super chat and, and a few others in the chat maybe at the end. But if you want to guarantee we get to your chat, chuck in a super chat. We would really appreciate it. It's, it's so we can keep the flow of the show going. Right, John. Ben. Come on, then. Come on, then. Talk to me. Right. So Venezuela wants to apply for the BRICS. Now, we had a conversation about this. And you said, <sighs> why would anyone want Venezuela to be in their economic trading block? How's my audio I, now? I answered my own question, trade? didn't I? Yeah. How is my audio now? It still looks a bit low. What's going on? So, so, so Venezuela have uh, asked to join BRICS, the economic trading block, Brazil, China, India, and and I did, and I'll, I'll I'll go over the thought process that I went through earlier. So I I said, why would a country? Well, why would BRICS accept a country whose toilet paper is currently worth more than their currency? Um, and then it dawned on me because their toilet paper is worth more than their currency. And that means they can be exploited, yes. especially, especially by the biggest current colonizers on the planet. Who are they, John? China. China. And what's, um, talking what's, about? Venez what's Venezuela full of? Well, it's full of oil, isn't it? Oil. <laughs> yeah. It's full of oil. <laughs> And if they were to join BRICS, I think you would see the heads of Venezuela announcing their lovely uh, association via the Belt and Road Initiative, also known as colonization. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, uh, moving just, on. They just call it something else. They just call it something I else. Know, they just say, right, not colonized. I show we're not colonized. Battleground, battleground. <laughs> so, so a Russian spy <laughs> has surfaced after four years. Four years. Yes. Since the last yes. this Russian spy. And it has literally surfaced again. Mm -hmm. The spy is indeed a white beluga. It is. It uh, is. For those that don't know, a beluga is a whale. And, and it, we, well, the next story is actually remaining on theme. And it's got this kind of device strapped at its neck so that it could spy on things. So I've, I assume this has been trained. Probably Ed might be able to fill us in on this tomorrow night when we do Down the Rabbit Hole with Ed the Techie. That's correct. And myself. Tomorrow night at 9pm. Tomorrow night at 9pm, we'll, we will be examining the bottom, the bottom of the world, that is, when Admiral Byrd took quite a substantial amount of military power down to Antarctica and came back early for some reason. But we'll find yeah. out about that tomorrow night. I may indeed moderate in the chat. I might not. We'll see. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so this Russian beluga spy has resurfaced. God knows where he's been for the last four years. <laughs> Making babies, John. Making babies. Possibly, yeah. Just get fed yeah. up and then thought, uh oh, I've been called up. I'm back into it. <laughs> he's, oh! he's been called up with every tingling in his neck. They'll send them pulses. Go, oh, oh, the, the boys need me. I'm coming back. <laughs> in fact, we need to send whale. It's going to look have for to nuclear do submarine. It's going to have to do a meme for that one. I think so. I think uh, I think we will have to invite Ed. Uh, and just a reminder about Down the Rabbit Hole. John, you do a wonderful job with that show, by the way. Thank you. Um, when, when, when that show is aired, when the theories being looked at are spoken about, people yeah. must remember they are just that. They are theories. Yeah. They are. You're not stating anything as fact. You are no. just looking at what other people have said and bringing that to the fore. Now, once again, as with this show, you can make your own decisions as to what you believe based upon the evidence that's presented to you. And I really, I, I'm, I'm really starting to enjoy it. I thought last month's episode was really good, actually. Yeah. I um, think, I, think I, I think you found your flow. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without you. <laughs> yeah no actually because, because i i think too many cooks spoil the broth when it comes to a show like that yes it can um, and so i think you've really found your flow and I, i'm really enjoying it and i'm actually looking forward to tomorrow's episode i will definitely be there cool. in the chat but you won't answer me unless i pay you money will you I shall ignore you. I shall ignore you. <laughs> I suppose in doing so, I get half the money back. So yeah, it's like it's like it's like when you work for the council. Mm -hmm. You know, they pay you money, and then you pay them twenty percent back for the pleasure of working for them. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Speaking of aquatic animals and whales in particular, what's going on with the orcas? Well, apparently there's a pod near Gibraltar, right, that have decided to start attacking boats, small boats in general, sailboats in particular, and have sunk yep. a couple, in fact. They have. 
They've, Gladys, and they've been doing it consistently at the moment, yeah, haven't well, they? Well, Gladys has been singled out as the ringleader, right? So Gladys, a female orca, apparently was the first one to start this bizarre behaviour of sinking boats and um, and has been teaching the other whales how to do it. <laughs> now, I don't know why. Maybe someone on a boat upset Gladys and she's taking revenge. I think that might be the pay. I think that might be the case. Maybe those who own the insidious SeaWorld parks tried to kidnap Gladys. <laughs> but then again, you have to remember that there is a clue in the name of these things if you go with the other alternative name, which is not Orca, and is indeed Killer Whale. Killer Whale. Because <laughs> <laughs> these things are effectively the wolves of the sea. They are, I'll tell you what, they can be trained and they can be trained to do some beautiful tricks. I've 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 seen them. I've mm -hmm. seen them up close. Yeah. Uh, they but are beautiful, beautiful creatures. You know, there's a dolphin that looks exactly like a killer whale. It's called a commissons dolphin. And it looks yeah. exactly like it's got the same type of markings. And they yeah. are also really beautiful. I don't know what it is about the way that killer whales and commissons look, but my God, if one came attacking my boat, I'd just go, aw. As it came towards me, have you and seen then go, the oh crap! They've got though. I have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's, it's like you'd be, be going, oh, I'd be going, oh, not and, all. And, and and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you indeed love or like killer whales, then leave a like on the show. Just let us know. Let us know. Okay. See what I did there. See what I did there, John. Mm -hmm. See what I did there. Yeah, so it, it, I, I never found out if the whales actually killed the people. I don't think they killed the people. They just sunk the boats. Yeah, they just they just they just pissed off with the boats, John. Yeah, maybe like the boats. somebody rammed one with a boat or something. I mean, I mean I'm thinking fast. that's what probably happened. I yeah. am. I'm thinking that's what probably happened. Anyway, let's move out of the water. Do we have anything else for well, the I've agenda got one this evening, thing. I've got one thing from Canada. <laughs> Oh, Canada. So, that's apparently. And we all know climate change occurs, right? So climate change occurs, and, and climate change occurs on a daily basis. Absolutely, it does. Right? I have no, no, um, no problem with climate change. Nope. I just find it difficult to understand how climate change causes some things. And apparently... Um... <laughs> The Canadians have come up with a study that says that climate change is causing witchcraft. <laughs> because people, no. people no. have become... Hold on, well, hear no. me out, hear me out. People have become so disillusioned that not being able to do anything about the climate change that they have turned to witchcraft to try and stop climate change. <laughs> so there's been a, a, a massive increase in the amount of witches and people practising witchcraft in Canada, and it's down to climate change. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up. You don't need to be a comedian. All you need to do is read the news.
<laughs> so, um, I'll tell you what, people, if, um, if you've enjoyed this show, let us know and, and comment because interaction really helps. See if you find the fact that we're not in the chat off-putting or you don't like it or whatever, then come back at us. Let us know what's happening. Because we, we read everything. We read everything. Eventually. Eventually. Don't think we're going to come back in within five minutes. Because that's not how things work. <laughs> but, but we I will come back time. to you at some point. Let's go to the chat now. Um, yeah, okay. Let's, let's, let's go to the chat. How do I find that super chat? There is oh, a way to there. find them. Shalini Varma, I can't... five quid. Cheers to the boys. Whoop. Shamrock, shamrock. So is that just but... us, the boys, or is that cheers to Celtic, who I believe won the other day? Or is it cheers to the, the male species of the planet? I don't know. She, she, she's, been quite, she's been quite generous in her terms. But but thank you, yeah. and, and we really appreciate that, Cellini. Thank you very much. We really do. We appreciate the <laughs> £5 Greta is a witch. <laughs> No, sorry, so, yeah, Greta's June. a troll. Greta's a troll. Oh. <laughs> it's cheers to us. Thank you. Thank you. Our and little, and thank little you Irish for... bird. <laughs> but, yeah, well, thank, thank you very, very much. We really do appreciate it. Um, in fact, the donations accrued this month bought me a new video editor, didn't they, John? Yes, they did. And that was my half of it. I'm I... obsessed with it. Because I wanted a, pro I wanted a proper one. <laughs> yeah, okay. I wanted a proper. I wanted a proper one. So, so thank resolve you for the proper one. For you, maybe. <laughs> for you, maybe. I don't want that shite. Just because you can't work. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I don't I like it. There might be a new. There might be a new person coming on the show. Hamza's pal. Remember. Told you about him yesterday. You did. I haven't, you did. Just haven't decided on his name yet, but it'll start with an A. I've sent you a new video, actually, for Himza. Did you? When yeah, did just you send did about it? ten minutes. About ten minutes ago. Don't send him on the show. Well, it came up in front of me, and I thought I have to send him that. Okay. Okay. Because Scottish government is trending, John. Scottish government's not trendy. No, it's not Adam. It's not. It's a, it's a Scottish person in the line of Himza. So, another face for you to mock and enjoy. There's there's the super chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it stands out. It does stand out. It's very green. Can we set is, the colour? Who who sets the colour? Who sets the colour? Uh, uh, did you set? YouTube the does. Oh, YouTube. No, YouTube does. There's different coloured tiers for the amount of money that comes through. Did Vaughn take so like, Shalini ever a moderator? She is now. Oh, it, it, I just, oh, did you just make her one? I did. I just realised she wasn't one. So I made her one. I think Vaughn took her off. <laughs> Back, she was a moderator, wasn't she? And yeah. he did say he was going to take I her. I think Vaughn took oh. her off. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Bad one. <laughs> the plot 
seconds. I mean, Shalini says he's asleep right now. So if I were you, what I'd do is go to the kitchen, go and fill a pan with water, and then use your imagination. That's what I'd do. Just put his hand on it. To put his hand, just drop his fingers just in it. Drop his fingers in the pan of water. Put his fingers in there. Leave them there. Make sure you set it again. Make sure you've got a rubber sheet on the couch, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for uh, for future reference, uh, thank you again. We really do appreciate the super chat. Okay. First one we've ever got. So thank you so much. You but are when we a go star. to the chat, you are a star. But when we go to the chat, if you want to guarantee that we interact with you, if you've got a question or anything like that, if you could do it in the form of a super chat, that means that we're definitely going to get to it. So, so thank you for that. Um, Adam says so you could have a special dossier on the shelf of some operative at GCHQ. He's probably that's right. almost definite. Yeah, and it's probably my fault as well. Probably more my fault than it is yours, John. Yeah, probably. Oh, probably indeed. In the I'm. Hi, Trudy. I thought uh, Trudy went to bed. Oh, she says she'll catch up with the rest of it tomorrow. But uh, I'll I'll go to Julie. Julie says, cauldrons at the ready, folks. Cauldrons at the ready. I've got a cauldron. Oh, you haven't. I've got to film a skit, John. (laughs) Hubble bubble. Hubble bubble, toil and trouble. (laughs) Make sure the climate doesn't turn us to rubble. Yeah. We could do something like uh, the, the scene from Macbeth. Indeed. Indeed you could. Indeed you could. Now, if you've enjoyed this little look at the news tonight, then don't forget to hit that like button. If you haven't already, please subscribe. And the most important thing you can do, and it costs no money at all, hit that share button. Send it out to all of your friends on social media. Doesn't just have to be Twitter, can be Facebook, can be anywhere. And tell people we're having a good laugh here. We're having a good time here three to four times a week. And uh, it's it's all it's all in good taste. And hopefully people learn something. But as I always say, don't believe a word we have said tonight. Go out, do your own research, look at multiple sources and draw your own conclusions over to you john well thank you ben and thank you all for attending this episode 223 of chasing descent live as always it's been great for you for you